0: I think for a lot of people this scripture passage of Jesus running in there and flipping over the tables and creating a whip and running people out kind of is shocking to people. It's shocking because this is the same Jesus who as an infant was taken to the temple, as a young child was taken back to the temple. Remember that was when he hid away for a while and they found him talking to the elders. And all at once this child and now a man is making drastic changes and we see that a whole different side of Jesus Christ. But it all goes back to that zeal for my house. That zeal for his house and I ask myself over and over in life what was his main passion? What was the main passion that Jesus was going to take? Now I tell you that because a number of years ago I got called up to Saint Elizabeth's Hospital in Lafayette And when I got there, there was a family there who I knew well, the Hickner family. I'll tell you their name. I can tell you everything about them more than you'd ever care to know, okay? But it was Jerome and Edith and their children. And Jerome was in bed, in the hospital bed, and it was obvious that he was in his last hours of life. And his wife was there. His kids were surrounding him. And at one point, his wife, Edith, said, where's my crucifix? where is the crucifix? And she's looking all around the room. And I said, there's a crucifix right there. She said, I don't want that Franciscan one. I want my crucifix, the one Father Schott made. With that, she starts opening drawers, and she pulls out this crucifix that's about this tall. And she goes over, and she lays it on her husband's chest. She takes his hand. She puts it on his chest, and he squeezes it like that. And then he lets go. And. Everybody starts to talking and again, and all at once I realize he died. She put that cross on him. He squeezed it, and he died. And I tell you that because none of them realized what had happened. So I thought, well, this is a little awkward because I think he's dead. But um, what do you do now? You know. So I thought I'm going to wait three minutes, and after three minutes, I said to his daughter, Miriam, Miriam would you get a nurse? And she said, why? And I said, because I think your dad has already gone to be with God. And so the nurse comes in, and she looks out and she said, can't get anything. She said, he has died. She said, what time did he die? And I said, about seven minutes ago. Not that I'm counting, okay? And it was amazing. It was absolutely beautiful. Now, I tell you that because two years after that, I'm walking in St. Elizabeth's Hospital one day, and I get this page overhead, Father Dan Gartland, Father Dan Gartland, if you were in the hospital, would you please report to room? And I thought, that's not on my list. So I go over to the room, and I walk in, and there are the Hickners. And they're in the room, and they started to laugh when I walked in, and they said, we knew you were in the hospital. And I said, how did you know it? and they pointed to their mother laying in the bed and their mother was laying in the bed and they said for hours we've been up here and our mom has laid like this with her hands to her side with that crucifix just like dad had it right here on him and she said she's laying there the crucifix is on her and all at once she went and was dead the exact same thing Now, i got to tell you something. I find that absolutely beautiful, that on their way out of this life, the first thing they wanted to do was to touch Jesus and say, Thank you. You know, I bet when they got to heaven, they said, Thank you. Thank you for faith. Thank you for our six children. Thank you for the life we've lived. It was absolutely perfect. Now, it's interesting because the daughter... One of the daughters had the crucifix in her house. She was the first person in the family to die. Now nobody wants that crucifix, okay? Um, But the key is, at the end of their life, they knew who to reach out to. And that's the challenge of this gospel. What is the passion you have in your life? For what would you die and for what will you live? That's the challenge of this gospel. Where is your passion? What do you thrive to have in this life? What do you want to be in this life? Or who do you want to be in this life? And hopefully when you're thinking about that, you're also thinking about life eternal. That this life is supposed to lead us to eternal life. By the way we carry the cross, by the way we reach out to the cross, by the values we have. And so at the very end of my life, I hope that I'm like Jerry and Edith Hickner. Now, I tell you all that because after I wrote this homily, today I got called to see a 96-year-old woman who's dying, and she was holding a crucifix in her hand. And I said, you got the crucifix? And she said, this is the crucifix my mother was holding as she died, and my father was holding as he died. And she said, and two months ago, my brother was dying. She's one of nine children. She's the last one living at 96 years of age. And she said, so I called one of my sons in South Carolina and he drove up, picked her up here in the Indianapolis area, we'll say, and drove her to Muncie, where she sat for two and a half hours holding her brother's hand with Jesus the crucifix in between their hands. Why? Because she wanted to make sure that everyone knew that her brother belonged to Jesus Christ. That's the witness we should be giving today. And not just the day we die, but every single day. So today we talked about what what made Jesus so passionate about this, and the same thing is said about us. What makes us so passionate about living life unless you have Christ in your life?